Are you ready to be encouraged, enhanced, and developed as a leader? Want to learn from a world-class professional with more than 30 years of experience in leadership training and ministry? Now is the time to establish your leadership legacy. With your host, author, philanthropist, leadership trainer, empowerment speaker, Victor L. Powell. Well, God bless you. This is Victor Powell, and we are so glad that you tuned in to our weekly broad podcast and broadcast. Listen, we've been talking about frustration, and I have been receiving some really, really, really great feedback from this subject of frustration. And I want to just continue. Um, frustration part two, um, how many times as leaders we get frustrated, but often I find that many times no one helps us to identify that we're frustrated. And that's what my responsibility is. There are many, many leaders out there, young, old, male, female, no matter what circle of leadership you're in, you're absolutely frustrated and it's costing you a lot of energy, stress. It's costing you pressure. Sometimes physical problems, emotional problems, relationship problems because of frustration. I, I want to give you a, a story. I can remember many years ago, my earlier, earlier years of pastorate and leadership, there was an employee that I absolutely knew was causing me too much frustration um, because there are times when uh, your circle needs to either be increased or decreased to eliminate frustration. And uh, I, I can remember um, just constantly uh, forgiving to a fault, you know, letting go to a fault. And sometimes as leaders, we have to do something very, very difficult. And that very difficult thing is leads me to um, our first point for today is sometimes your frustration is an indication that someone needs to be eliminated. Someone needs to be eliminated. A person, uh, if that person is no longer needed, either they don't have the skill sets or they've not grown with the company or the team or the business, or uh, they are uh, either too negative, too trivial, and they're constantly causing tension between other team members and they don't make the change after conversations, after reviews. This is the difficult part of leadership. Nothing's, listen, you can't save this person. You've tried to save them. But sometimes we're deeply frustrated because we're trying to hold on to people and I know some of our, our weakness, like mine's, I'll be vulnerable, is sometimes holding on to people longer uh, than necessary. Uh, we have to understand that purpose is bigger than people. The purpose of your ministry, the purpose of your team, the purpose of your company, the purpose in which God puts you together, designs you, puts you in that role, your purpose, the purpose of that vision, of that company, of that organization, of that church is much more important than one person, even yourself. We have to even indicate, we have to know as leaders that sometimes it's time for us to go. Sometimes we need to be removed in order for a company, for an organization, for a church, 
for a group to move forward to progress. It doesn't mean that something's wrong with you. It means that that it's time for a change with the company and you. Sometimes we need a fresh start, fresh vision, a fresh project. The church need a fresh voice. The organization needs a fresh voice, fresh eyes, fresh ideas. So sometimes it's just a need to eliminate that person. Sometimes our frustration is coming from there's just a deep need to eliminate. This is a powerful point too here. Sometimes our frustration means, particularly for spiritual leaders or people who like to be in rhythm, who like to be on point. Number two, sometimes our frustration is we're out of timing with God. We're out of timing with God. Mm. We're just, we're out of rhythm. We don't, our equilibrium is off. Something's missing. This is very key to get because the question is, how do I get back in timing with God? I need to stop, take a few steps back. Where did I go wrong? What, what wrong move did I make? What, what decision did I make that really, 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 really was wrong, bad, or not the right timing? Sometimes we start things too soon, start things um, before time. Sometimes it's a good idea, but not the right time. Sometimes the person is a good person, but they don't fit the team. And these things throw us out of timing. They throw us out of timing. Very, very, very key. Listen, the next point here, frustration. When we have the wrong people in our life. When we have the wrong people in our lives. Now watch this as leaders. Sometimes we don't connect the dots. I'm talking about personally now as a leader. No matter what your role is, no matter what kind of leader you are, your inner circle of your personal life is very key. Someone may ask why. Because if I'm going through a divorce, if I'm going through or having a difficult time with one of my kids, one of my children, if I'm having a difficult time with any, with, within a relationship, what's the one thing that all those things have in common? My emotions. And when my emotions are not centered, when, when my emotions are frustrated, it spills over into what I do for a living. We've seen this many, 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 many times. When we don't manage our emotions or manage our personal lives, how many ministries, companies, organizations, teams, how many people have lost their rhythm, lost their destiny because they didn't manage their personal lives? They're very, very, very key. Sometimes when we have the wrong people in our lives, it frustrates everything else because people bring emotions, people bring energy, people bring their toxicity or their healthiness. So sometimes we're frustrated because we have the wrong people in our lives because typically people who are in our lives are in our inner circle. They, 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 they affect what we say. They affect what we, how we see things. They affect how we feel. And we bring what we feel, how we're feeling, 
into the rest of our lives. In other words, you can leave home, but you the incident that you had at home, the, the trouble, the stress, the pressure that you had at home, it goes with you. It's not left at home. As, as wonderful of, of experts as we think we are, we're human, we're human, we're human. The human spirit is powerful, but the human spirit is human. We're human, and we carry people with us. We carry them in our hearts. We carry them in our soul. And so sometimes the frustration we're feeling um, comes from the wrong people in our life. You don't want to miss this next, next, this next principle here. I am frustrated because of avoidance. When I, I've seen this so many times in my own personal life, when I avoided confronting an issue, confronting a person, confronting that problem, confronting what took place, what's taking place, avoidance, avoidance, avoidance. What are you avoiding that you know that you must deal with, but it's frustrating you, but you're avoiding to deal with it? Sometimes as leaders, we have to evaluate, is it going to cost me more to avoid or cost me a little to confront? Avoidance can go on for weeks, months, sometimes years. Confronting a thing may take two hours. Yes, the pain of it. Yes, the frustration of it. Yes, oh my God, how is it going to turn out? Am I going to lose a great person? Am I going to lose this relationship? But how much am I going to lose if I avoid confronting it? So sometimes frustration comes from avoiding the real issues. This is very key. The next principle here that may be causing frustration when I know one thing to do, but I do another. When I know one thing, I know this is the one thing I need to do, but I'm doing another. And often the reason that is, and I've examined that, I've looked at that, is I to do what I want to do may seem easier. To do what's really necessary may take work may take reflection, may take investigation, may take recruiting other team members, bothering, so to speak, other people, involving other people. So I try to do it another way when really the way I really need to do it may be more inclusive. This is, this is, this is where I see many of us as leaders where we can improve in this area. We go it alone. No man achieves, no woman achieves greatness, achieves success, accomplish things, whatever word you want to use, as a loner. I was just talking to uh, a young mentee, and the, 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 the trouble we ran into is they're isolated, they don't communicate, they try to handle it alone. And when you're young, just understand this, when you're young... 25, 26, 30 years old, yes, you can be smart, you can be intelligent, you can be powerful. We know those things. But but managing life is, is about recruiting or allowing other people who've been where you are 
and can help you save time. That's what a mentor does. That's what um, confiding in the right people do, save you time, help give you perspective. And so, so many times we are, we do another because it's, it seems easier and really going the road, that road of resistance, we avoid that. And then often it leads to deep, 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 deep frustration because I want to do this by myself. I, I think I can handle this. And it, and, it's, and it goes back to what we've been talking about the last two or three weeks is managing my ego and putting my ego in proper perspective so I can save myself, save my company, save my team, save my home, save my relationships. All powerful um, things that I'm, I'm looking at. That's so it's exciting. Now, th- this is the other point I want to mention as we end this, this conversation on frustration. I can be frustrated because of the inability to admit I am wrong or was wrong. But often frustration comes from an internal guilt or shame and pride comes and become an umbrella over that. I'm frustrated because I know I was wrong and I know I got to face this individual. I got to face this issue and I got to admit that I was wrong. The freedom that comes from admitting that I learned something from this mistake. The freedom that comes from saying I was wrong. The freedom that comes from saying I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I learned something from that. Failure can be changed into development. Once I change some of my language, I change some of my frustration. Oh, God, yes, very key. As a leader, I've, I've failed or did I develop? Did I learn? Did I grow? Did I waste that fall or did I get all, did I squeeze all the juice out of that fall and learn and grow and mature and, and admit that, yes, that was, that was a, a, a misunderstanding. I, I, I was wrong. I shouldn't have, I should have handled it differently. And I grew from that. Oh, admitting that I was wrong, admitting that I should have done things differently. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. The lack of those things cause frustration, but there's freedom when I release these kinds of words out of my heart. Oh, God. Last thing about frustration, and I'm so glad that you, you've tuned in for this, but when I no longer fit, I need you to hear that. When I no longer fit, sometimes we're trying to fit into old paradigms. When God is saying you, you, you're outgrown this place or there's no capacity here for you, you, you're bigger than this place. Not from an egotistical perspective, but it's time for you to take on more. Time for you to look at more. It's time for you to think outside the box. It's time for you to think bigger, if you will. Sometimes it's, it's time for you to see yourself in a larger space doing something. You can be much more effective 
at, at higher levels and deeper levels of influence. And sometimes trying to stay where you are is frustrating. So I want you to win. I want you to overcome these, these areas of frustration. And this is the, the clincher to frustration. Patience. Perspective. The right people. Patience. Are you hearing me? Patience is very key to overcoming frustration. The right people in your life is key for managing your frustration. The power to uh, keep right perspective is how we manage our frustration. I hope you've been blessed. I'll see you next week. We'll continue to talk about leadership. Thanks for listening with your host, Victor L. Powell. We hope after listening, you feel encouraged and empowered to establish your leadership legacy. As always, you can head over to our Facebook page, Leadership Legacy Network, to stay connected and check out links and resources.